Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back. Super excited to share with you guys about this Eden's Twilight film that I've written with a couple of friends of mine and that we are uh, heading into the studio this week to record the live album for. And then uh, we will be beginning rehearsals end of August uh, into September. And then shooting this film will be on set for the beginning of October, shooting this stage musical. So super excited about this this show, about the songs that we've written for this show, the story that we're telling. So if you've not been following me on socials or you know on my email list, uh, first of all, hop over there and follow me on Instagram and and all that, and then uh, join my email list. You can join my uh, worship leader email list at justinmizzotraining.com. You can join my production company email list at firelightcp.com. Uh, those will both be in the show notes. Would love to keep you guys updated on what we're doing, but this Eden's Twilight film takes place and begins the seconds after Adam and Eve are cast out of the Garden of Eden. And the the musical basically shows what they have to go through to process their trauma of you know experiencing the the fullness of God's presence to suddenly going to none of God's presence. And they have to figure out, you know, where in the world do they go? What in the world do they do? And more specifically, who in the world can they trust? Who is in this world outside of the Garden of Eden? And so um, that's the story that we're we're telling. And it's really, really fascinating. There's some twists and turns in there that you're not going to expect. And, you know, it's 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 always fun to imagine, okay, what might this have been like post-Garden of Eden? You know, I, I've thought about that. This show has been in my heart since 2008. I've been kind of thinking about concepts and, and different pieces that we could put into this show since then. And it's just been so fascinating to me because the Bible really does not give us much about, even about the Garden of Eden, we don't have much. And even post-Garden of Eden, you know, we have even less. And, you know, Adam and Eve both lived over 900 years. And it's like, man, that's that's a long time to be to be here on this rock. What did they do? Where did they go? And again, the Bible gives us so little about that. Uh, you know, we're grateful for uh, the bit that Moses gave us, but he doesn't give us much. And so what we've done is is we've imagined and, uh, you know, prayed into and thought and discussed and prayed and thought and discussed, what story could we tell that is true to scripture, that does not go against, you know, the authority of scripture, but that would draw, you know, the heart of a believer and even an unbeliever, you know, into this story of Adam and Eve's exile from the Garden of Eden. And I feel like what we've come up with and the story that we're telling is is going to be so, so impactful. And, you know, the, the Garden of Eden, part of the reason why I wanted to, to tell the story was it's just filled with so much mystery. And I feel like no matter what your religion is or no matter where you might, you know, find yourself in terms of religion, there's just this fascination with this idea of of paradise with God. You know, and even so many religions like have a a, a paradise, you know, promised to them in the afterlife. Uh, you know, we know that the one that we're going after is is the true way, right? Spending eternity with Jesus. And so this week we're in the studio recording the songs. And so I just want to kind of give you guys a couple of, of awesome things that the Lord has done to to bring this show together. First, I'll say it has not been easy. I'm going to give you guys some cool, you know, kind of testimonies here today, but I want to make it really, really clear it has not been easy. And I'll share uh, in some upcoming episodes some of the the trials and testings that we've gone through, you know, with this show and, and, you know, we're still not across the finish line, right? I mean, we're, you know, getting to the studio is a big step, obviously, 
Uh, but then we're into rehearsals and then we're into, you know, the soundstage and, and, you know, we have to shoot, shoot the thing and then edit the thing. And then it premieres early next year. But I want to give a couple of, of positive, awesome things that have happened with this film. So first of all, with casting, when you write a film and you, you know, go to cast the film, uh, you know, we're not using casting directors and all that. Uh, hopefully on future projects, we will be using that. So we're having what's called an open audition, which that's pretty self-explanatory. Anyone who's interested can come and audition. But our parameters for this this show were we're looking for some you know specific age groups was the main thing that kind of removed you know older actors and then younger actors as well. So that was like a real. But we really felt like man, we really want Adam and Eve. We want these other characters to be a certain age, and so uh, you know that majorly lessened the pool of a lot of people who usually audition you know for for one of our shows, and so. There's only seven cast members. That was another thing. In one sense, that's working for you. In another sense, that's working against you because there's so many uh, awesome people out there, you know, who would come and audition, but we only need seven. So that's like, man, like can be a really, really positive thing. Can also be a negative thing because you're turning so many people away, but it can also be a really negative thing because seven people, you really, you want them all to be strong. You want them all to be like, you know, at the top of their game because if you have one you know, weaker actor, singer, whatever it is amongst that group, then it'll really, really stand out, right? Whereas if you have a, you know, a cast of 15, 20, 30 people and the ensemble, you know, obviously you want everyone on stage in your film to be top rate, right? Um, but there's, you know, less room for error when you only have seven people. And so we auditioned this thing and we cast it uh, about a month and a half ago. And I was just blown away at the kindness of the Lord of who he brought through our doors at those auditions, at those callbacks, that that there wasn't even the deliberation process, you know, because some sometimes on some of the films and shows that I've done, you know, you you have the auditions and you have the callbacks, and it can take like even a couple of weeks after that, and that's that's okay, it's not the end of the world to finally land all of your cast members. Maybe you didn't have the right people, you know, show up the right talent, and then you have to kind of go out and like recruit, you know, different people, or whatever, to finally cast your your show a week, two weeks, sometimes even three weeks, you know, past the point of, of callbacks and auditions. But for this film, the day of callbacks, we had this thing cast and I just kind of sat there in the, uh, the callback room, you know, staring at my uh, Excel sheet that had my whole cast on it. And, you know, all the different people that, who had, who had auditioned uh, some amazing people we were not able to cast because uh, it was just, it was just so challenging and tough to, to land the seven that we needed but so that's that's the first thing, just a huge, huge, you know, testimony of of the goodness of the Lord. So application point for your life, um, you don't have to have everything planned out perfectly. Sometimes all you have is step one, you're going to, you know, make the call. Hey, I have this creative idea. I have this business. I have this, you know, whatever it is. Lord, if you don't bring the people, like literally, I cannot do it in my own strength. I, I don't know the the seven people. You know, I don't know the Adam. I don't know the Eve. I don't know the the different characters that we have in this show. You have to bring them to us. And it's just amazing to see the Lord work. And I'm sure that you guys have testimonies out there uh, of how the Lord has done that in your life. Would love to hear from you. Uh, hit me up on socials. Uh, leave me a comment on the podcast. Shoot me an email. Would love to hear from you guys. Second awesome testimony that the Lord has done uh, that we're not quite fully there, but uh, compared to our previous two films, we're we're way ahead of of schedule, and that is financially. 
Uh, we still have some pretty significant financial needs that we have uh, with this film. And I'll, again, I'll put a link down in the uh, the comment, the show notes, if you want to uh, check that out and look at being uh, a part of helping us produce this film. But uh, the raise for our first film, again, I'm just speaking super open and candid about these numbers. Our first film was only a $65,000 raise, which is really, really small number. That first from Patmos film was a, a shoestring budget. Uh, second film, Between Two Worlds, last year, we more than doubled the budget. We had a $170,000 raise. And then this third film, uh, we have a quarter of a million dollar raise, so $250,000 that we are seeking to, uh, to make this film. We're upping a lot of things in, in terms of our production quality, uh, and we're really excited about that. And so we are only uh, about 86000 away from being fully funded for this film, which is, which is amazing. Uh, we still have a couple of weeks left here before we, we start shooting. First of all, just want to say that that is a, a again, we're, we're, we're not fully there, but that's still a testimony of the goodness of God, that, that he's with us in this journey, because um, that's way more funded than we were uh, for our, our previous film uh, at this point in production. But also want to say, if you are interested in being a, a part of making this happen, uh, you can click the link in the show notes and uh, check out our progress and consider donating. would be so grateful. There's no gift too small. But if you're, if you're someone out there listening who could be a, you know, executive producer level donor, you know, then by all means, please check out the website below. would love to have you join us and, and uh, get your name in the, the credits of this film and, and help us produce something that we know is going to just impact and touch a lot of people. And then final positive testimony thing I'll say, and then I'll, I'll wrap this, this episode up, is the Lord has been so kind and so strategic in, in how he has kind of shown us this, this path forward of having a intercessory, even prophetic team come around us, my wife and I, as kind of the, the leaders of this production company and these films, uh, and then even our, our greater team and our staff. And uh, this was kind of in place in a previous film, but not not in the, the full sense. But having a group of people who believe in what you're doing and are, are intercessors, who have a, a deep life of prayer, who will bring you before the throne of God on a regular basis, someone that you can text when when there's issues, when there's challenges of, like, hey, we're, we're going into casting, hey, we're going into financial stuff, whatever it is, you can reach out to these people and we have had such a, a beautiful group of people come around us that we are so, so grateful for who hold us up before the Lord in prayer. And I, I fully believe that where we find ourselves today uh, with, with all these films, obviously, is, is due to a, a submission to the Lord's leadership, even in our you know messing things up and, and not knowing sometimes which way to go. The Lord's so gracious, even in our weakness, but to, to just purposefully make yourself dependent on the Lord and bringing others into that has been such a gift, such a gift. And again, I love prayer. I'm a prayer guy, right? But I feel like I've seen it at a new level, um, specifically with this third Eden's Twilight production and the intercessory team and the prophetic team that we have around us has been so encouraging. You know, they've shared some words right at the right moment. You know, we've had some different things happen you know, in an, uh, an intense negative way, which again, I'll talk about in future episodes, uh, trying to keep it positive here at the beginning. And we've had some of our intercessors just speak that word in the moment that just fully confirmed, uh, you know, what we were already feeling 
and we just went to prayer and they went to prayer and it was just immediately, you know, uh, you felt a shift in the spirit immediately, the spirit of heaviness left immediately there was clarity, you know, all kinds of different scenarios that, that have happened. And so just so grateful. And so again, application point for, for you guys who are listening out there, if it's a entrepreneurial idea or a business or a, a ministry or a creative endeavor, bring people around you. Doesn't have to be weird. Doesn't have to be like, you know, full on Zoom meetings or whatever it is. It can be a simple text thread. It can be an email thread that you have. And you might know a couple of people. Uh, you might not know anyone. If, if you don't know anyone who's, you know, you feel like could be the the intercessory team on your behalf, ask the Lord to, to reveal some people who are those prayer warriors for, for lack of a better term. And uh, I believe that it's so on the Lord's heart that you partner with other people, that we partner with other people in doing this, you know, not just your staff or your, your uh, you know, investors or donors or whatever, but like in the spirit realm, people who have that authority. Yes, we all have the authority, um, but there's just a reality. I'll just, you know, shoot it straight. Like the more you exercise that authority, the more confidence you get as a spiritual man or woman uh, and there's also, you know, gifts of prophecy, gifts of healing, gifts of encouragement, all those different types of things. And you want to seek to surround yourself uh, with people who carry those different kinds of gifts. And that's called the body of Christ being the body of Christ. Uh, it is not Justin Rizzo's uh, MO. It is not my greatest desire to be weak, to need other people. My personality repels that. You know, I want to be strong enough diligent enough, faithful enough. Yeah, me and God got this. We're, we're good. Thanks. We don't need your help. Thanks so much. You know, but it's just such a positive thing that the Lord has revealed to me, specifically in this third film of like, no, you are not meant to journey alone. You need the beautiful body of Christ to come around you. And we've seen that in such an amazing way. So hopefully that is encouraging to you. Be in prayer for us this week. Speaking of prayer, if you think about it, as we're going to be in the studio recording this record, and we have this this beautiful cast. They are ready to go music rehearsals wrapped up this Tuesday and uh, and we're hitting the studio this week and uh, it's gonna be an amazing amazing time so uh, appreciate your prayers on that and I'm gonna send you guys off with how we started the show uh, having a little bit of the instrumental music from one of the songs from Eden's Twilight uh, I'm not gonna tell you who sings the song because that will give away the story but it's a song called woods and wildflowers <laughs> <laughs> 